Now time for the Rural News with Susan Murray. Kia ora, Susan. Fonterra says it's doing its bit to reduce greenhouse gas emissions. Kia ora, Charlotte. Now this comes as the Dairy Co-op takes out the top spot as the country's largest greenhouse gas emitter for the third year in a row. The Environmental Protection Authority has published new figures for the year to June using data companies have to supply by law. Monique Steele reports. Fonterra released 12.8 million tonnes of emissions for the year to June, which was down slightly from 13.1 million tonnes the year before. Director of Sustainability Charlotte Rutherford says the company is shifting to cleaner energy sources at its manufacturing plants. Over the past five years, decarbonisation projects have taken place at five different sites, and by the end of the milk season, Fonterra will have six sites in total still running on coal. Ms Rutherford says Fonterra will announce its Scope 3 emissions targets for its farmer suppliers and publish its climate roadmap before the end of the calendar year. Other primary producers which made the top 10 list of climate polluters were Silverfern Farms, Alliance, AFCO and Open Country Dairy. This week we've been speaking to spokespeople from the top five political parties polling over 5% on what they plan to do for farming and what they'd do if they were the next Minister of Agriculture. And for our final spot we have to Arno Tuiono from the Green Party. He says it is possible to have a thriving and sustainable farming sector that tackles the climate crisis, helps rural communities flourish and cleans up the country's lakes and rivers. Te Arno Tuiono says the party would support farmers' transition to a more holistic farming practice. The issue here with the cost in terms of making sure that we mitigate for our our climate emissions is that this is the cheapest time to actually take climate action. If we wait too late, things just get astronomically expensive. But we would also put supports around organics and regenerative as well to help people to phase out synthetic fertilisers, PK and all of those other sorts of things, while also making sure that we recognise and support all of those things that many of our farmers are actually doing on their farms, planting out riparian, to make sure that, that the biodiversity increases on, the, on their farms as well. Like wetlands are a nature-based solution which can help us with flood protections. And what we know is that we're going to have more intensive weather events. So making sure that we can have these nature-based solutions and also recognising that as a contribution that farmers are making on the land is actually really, really important. Te Ano Toyono says it would secure social supports to benefit farm and orchard workers like its income guarantee, better mental health services and reduce rural poverty. He says reducing agriculture emissions would be part of its nationwide food strategy to prioritise feeding locals in the regions before sending product abroad. And the sooner that we do it, the better, because the, the countries that are going to have that edge in the market are those ones that are going to move towards low emissions products, high value products, people that are diversifying what they're producing. So plant-based industry is so important here in this space as well. And looking to find ways to support all of that. Uh, and the other thing which I, I don't think it's talked about enough is around regional food security as well, making sure that we're resilient. Te Ano Toyono of the Green Party. Rural Cooperative Store Farmlands is seeking Commerce Commission approval to buy the animal nutrition company Seals Winslow. Farmlands Chief Executive Tania Holton says the deal would mean critical animal feed assets stay in New Zealand cooperative ownership. It will be four or three or four months before a decision is made. Now for our weekly update from the sale yards with Suze Bremner from AgriHQ and store cattle sales are heaving. 
They certainly are. They, the store cattle just keep on coming out, and we had another big week of sales under our belt. So it really started last Friday, Friday though, where Lawnville and Colverton had spring cattle sales. So Colverton was actually a combined sale with Cheviot and 1,200 mainly traditional cattle were there. The yearling steers sold right up to expectations to mainly local buyers, but however, the heifers were bought on a weight basis, and any that were too longer term, they proved a bit harder to shift. So most of the yearling steers sold for eight hundred and seventy to twelve hundred and ten dollars, and the heifers were six forty to a thousand dollars. So in contrast, the Lawnville sale was mainly dairy beef yearlings, and most of the steers sold for six hundred and five to eleven hundred and seventy, and the heifers were five hundred to eight hundred dollars. And of course, there were also big sales in the North Island at Pyroa, Wellsford, and Taranaki this week. And what's happening in the weaner front for dairy beef? So we know that when the year is marching on, when the dairy beef wiener fairs start up again, and Frankton was the first to get um, to get into one of those. The total tally of 590 calves was much lower than the previous three years, and there was a noted decrease in the number of bulls available. That was due to paddock sales and sellers opting to sell on contract this year, but also playing its part is that decline in the number of calves being reared. So spring-born dairy beef bulls averaged $605 and the Frisians were 535 while the dairy beef heifers averaged $460. And just finally, we've all heard about lab-grown meat, but now lab-brewed milk could be hitting the shelves in Australia. Australian start-up venture Eden Brew is developing an animal-free synthetic milk powder which can be rehydrated as a milk alternative. The company was co-founded by Australian cow dairy cooperative Norco. Eden Brew Chief Executive Jim Fader told the ABC it's not about replacing traditional milk but supplementing New Zealand's mil- uh, Australia's milk supply. And that wraps up our rural news for the week.